Look here, the shrimp folks is a common there's dancing. Listeners, welcome. Hey, listeners. <laughs> Joe. Sorry. Oh, I thought I was taking the lead on this one. My bad. Oh, go ahead. No. Okay. Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, your weekly podcast where we talk about the movie Forrest Gump, four minutes at a time. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined as always by my best good friends, Joe and Duff. Hello. Hope we have enough rocks. We are on minutes 109 through 112. This segment starts... This is when a normal movie would end. Yeah, this, so the lump cut would be done. This, this, I was going to say, this is where Rob, his leg starts going. His eye. <laughs> this is when he starts pissing into his Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because I have to uh, pee all the time that I don't like long movies. Um, a thousand tabs pop up on his browser, and <laughs> he's just done. I will say I've become a an expert at when I go to a movie, to even though I've never seen it before, to know, okay, I think now's a good time to go run to the bathroom how do you and know because you miss it yeah well so i'm usually with people and i could be like did i miss anything and i was like no. oh christ well what are they gonna say other than no <laughs> yes if they say yes then they have to explain it to you yeah, yeah. Just, well it's not strangers everyone, it's ev- like my everyone, wife or good friends I don't yeah, just they don't want to explain it to you either right duff yeah they're still embarrassed of you and they're like nothing happened just shut up <laughs> i can't believe you turned into that guy like, do you stop by the concession stand too if you're out in the movies the most... and like like stumble back through everyone like oh sorry like spilling your drink over them? I went and saw I went and saw the Irishman with former guests of the show Tom in the movie theater. Tom who? Uh, you know Tom White Wine Tom. Oh Tom Van Wy. And uh, we uh, <laughs> we went and I had hurt my ankle very badly the the day before. And I, it was so bad that I actually asked my wife to go buy some crutches, or but not Christ. sort of crutches. I asked her to buy a cane for me, from, <laughs> from. Uh, you know those don't su- support the same muscles, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said crutches. She asked, "Do you want crutches?" And I said, "Maybe a cane." So she bought like <laughs> God. A, the cane, like a kind of cane that like uh, you like the the black ones that are adjustable that the nursing home cane with the rubber end at oh, the bottom. Okay. I was gonna. Be, I was about to ask where do you buy a cane because I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of villains and movies, but then I. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, just the rubber old man cane. I'm sure you can get those at Walgreens. So I met Tom at the movie theater with my cane. God, and like, uh, I don't understand how like we've become basically a virtual friend, and we see each other once a quarter. <laughs> and like your 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 hometown friends have to see you in all this nonsense states. <laughs> Canes and, and Crocs and <laughs> numerous injuries. So I, uh, I had my cane and I told him I was cosplaying for Irishman, and um, it movie's really long and I had to use the bathroom, and I didn't know that when I extended the length of the cane that <laughs> there's a part you can turn to tighten it. I didn't realize that because I'd just gotten it, so it would click when. <laughs> Whenever I took a step with it, Ridiculous. so tw- twice of the movie, I would have to like get up and like literally click away. I hate, I hate <laughs> you so much. I hate you so much. I wish that an old man had stopped you. Like, look, let me show you how this works. 
I used that cane at work one day, guys. It was a legit injury. I wasn't. This wasn't for show. I was hurt. Anyways, who also is hurt? Are people still listening to our show? Uh, it's we're on. All, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like we're the only ones still participating in this. There are no listeners left. Everyone is taking care of their kids during quarantine. God or God knows what three months from now is like. Like that's true. Yeah, well, they, they, they might be like using magnifying glasses to find enough sun to put on the vegetables they're trying to grow. <laughs> well, guys, this segment has Forrest and Jenny watching the fireworks, and it ends with Forrest all alone. This segment, this segment is a bummer. Uh, this is going to be the segment that – have we done your fireworks nonsense yet on a Ooh. recorded thing? Um. I think we did for Tombstone Minute. All right, good. I don't even want to talk about it. But yeah, fireworks are dumb. People who like the more you like them, the dumber you are. There's a relationship. Goddamn mouth. You you have all the bad parts of an old person, but none of the good. (laughs) Yeah. The more you enjoy fireworks, the less it's idiotic. It's idiotic. Like what? 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 What is? What do you like? Like what do you like in the summer? What what does the summer bring for you? Outdoors. What, yes. What is isn't it delightful to just lay in a sit in a lawn chair and look at fireworks? It's fireworks wonderful. Part, I'd rather just lay in the lawn chair. So uh, so fireworks make it worse, is what you're saying? They're dumb. They're loud. Yeah, being loud is awesome. You're dumb and loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The loudest person I know screaming every time he laughs. <laughs> Well, I uh, I just care more about the environment than you two. That's what it comes down to. Right. Not taking. I'm not even gonna take the bait on that. It's uh, so silly. Our guest this week is a straw man. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Bus stop friend, the straw man. Bus stop friend, entirely made of straw. <laughs> so guys, wick, it's a wicker man. <laughs> I will say. I think there's a cool transition from the pond to the TV fireworks on here. Yeah, but well, that's what I don't get is because he'd be in the same time zone as the fireworks uh, in Washington, D.C., or in New York, right? Well, it's 4th of July. You can have them anytime it's night. <clears throat> Maybe Greenbow, Alabama had their... But every, every city does fireworks like 10 minutes after dark. So that's, that's the only thing that, to me in our minute-by-minute, like, minute, mm. like, critique mode that doesn't make sense to me yeah he would be in the same he'd be he'd be maybe a, he'd be a time zone over right he'd be in central uh, shut up. i don't think i, you I would. don't care he's about in, this anymore he's... both of you shut up <laughs> yeah i know i i kind of don't want to argue about it because it seems like a redacted redacted podcast well, kind of conversation since, <laughs> since we're since we're uh tyson tuesdaying i have uh yeah, I, exactly. I figured out what the the news week was. It's a uh, oh a, yes, it's a March nineteen seventy six issue of Newsweek uh, with Jimmy Carter, and it says it, all about Carter. Mm. Uh, Where's it? Okay. So I have a theory. So it's it's the Fourth of July, and Jenny is reading a what four like a four or five month old magazine. She, the reason she takes off, she needs some new magazines. <laughs> okay. I mean, I will say this. We're, we're going to get to this here. Um, 
when Forrest asks Jenny to marry him and uh, she says, you know, you don't want to marry me. And and he mentions that he would be a good husband. I think he'd be a good husband, but I think he'd be a real boring spouse. And maybe that's part of it. Like, well, what, you know, what are you doing here? You can only dance the record a few times and look at the trees. I mean, he has a bunch of money. He's probably a billionaire by this point. Yeah, he does have a lot of money, but does he have a bank account? <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. I think he's doing just fine. He said Lieutenant Dan took care of everything. That's yeah. true, Lieutenant. Maybe L- Lieutenant. Okay. Lieutenant Dan's the money man. Are we sure Lieutenant Dan isn't just taking all the money? Well, uh, doesn't that we happen are, in the book he... sequel? Is that Lieutenant Dan like cheats him out of all the money or something? I don't know what happens in the book sequel. <laughs> I know I've read the. I haven't read it. I read the Wikipedia. Okay, we don't see. That would be a very. Force. That would make this an even more American story. A- right? Absolutely would. Absolutely, uh, his friend just ends up taking because he's yeah because that's how our story is gonna end right rob taking all of the patreon money and duff and i like forming our own podcast like in defiance of him but it's artistically great but never really takes off that's uh, how this ends right artistically (laughs) that's a joke i still i still think that bill simmons is involved somehow because he's trying to buy up everyone's podcast i'll take i'll take I would sell so fast. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would ruin so it so quickly. Like, like I would, I would be the, uh, I would be enemy number one if Bill Simmons called us and was like wanted to buy our podcast. Uh, I would make fun of him instinctively, and I would ruin our payday. I would feel, I would genuinely feel bad about it. Definitely, I would take. As low as five thousand dollars for the entire. <laughs> oh God! That, actually, yeah. that is how it would play out. It would be it would be like that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer accidentally accepts the lowball for whatever lawsuit he's in. <laughs> like Rob would ex- just they would offer up someone's like, well, to start with, you'd get your own card. Rob's like, sold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I. This is from the sequel book, Gump and Co., which none of us have read, but it says, in 1980, the shrimp market has exploded, and Forrest (laughs) can't keep up with the demand. Come on. Adding to Forrest's troubles, Lieutenant Dan sells off his share of the company in order to fund a swanky retirement, and the company endures labor disagreements. I don't like the sound of any of this. I mean, Lieutenant Dan, I could see Lieutenant Dan being like, listen, Forrest doesn't need much money. I'll give him plenty to be all happy on. He doesn't need any more. Are you defending him? No, I'm just saying I could see him doing that. He he somehow gains custodianship of Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> he nails him. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have. <laughs> so okay, Jenny's leaving because the magazines are terrible. Yep. Um. She turns. She turns down his uh, marriage proposal. Yeah, but, but I, I don't gives... really feel like we're, we're like there are some people who listen to this because they actually like this movie, and we're completely skipping over one of the most emotional points of the movie. So we should at least give it the courtesy of saying whether or not it works. It does. Okay. What doesn't work for you? Well, like I mean, uh, actually, it does make me sad. So maybe it does work, but like it doesn't work because there's no suspense because we know she's going to say no. I guess right. Mm, that's. I think it doesn't work. Eventual, like I guess in real time, if you're seeing it for the first time, it does. But then later on, it's like, well, why? Why didn't you just stick around in the first place? And 
Yeah, it, it it does put a lot on the audience, I feel like, to piece together what Jenny's why Jenny says no here. I, I well, like the movie is trying to say it's because she has low self esteem and she doesn't think she's worthy of him, but I don't really think that's fair and I don't really think it works. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, I mean, it's essentially it's funny you say that, Joe, because I looked up. I sent this to Duff earlier today. Rob sent me a link full of MRAs uh, chiming in about Jenny. Someone, yeah, in Quora, the Yahoo Answers of the 2020s, um, uh, the question was, why did Jenny leave Forrest? Uh, and one person has an answer. It's essentially what you said, Joe, about, like, you know, she had a broken home growing up and uh, just doesn't, it's a self-esteem issue, the whole thing, right? Sure. Okay, it makes sense. The other one, the other answer on here, I'm going to quote. I'm, all, I'm. This is not me. This is this guy, Michael. He said, um, "Because Forrest Gump was a mentally retarded man, and that kind of person is not suitable for a serious relationship with a normal woman like Jenny." <laughs> Thanks, Cora. <laughs> what, what was the username? It's uh, not. It's her full name. Oh. Yeah, there's no username. So they, they were confident enough in that response that they just tacked on their real oh, yeah. name. I could tell you this person <laughs> studied at Sarasota High School in 1997. Well, we don't need to put that on. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Anyways, uh, two different ways to read the scene. Pretty interesting. But I bet, you, I bet you after reading it, I was like, man, I bet you there are people who read this scene as that. As her sort of being like, I don't want to be with this guy. But I will give him a pity lay. Yeah, a pity lay. <laughs> the, um, well, how else could would you would you describe it? Well, she know, I mean, she's she's said no. She knows she's take. I mean, she, she all but knows she's leaving tomorrow. Oh, she's decided she's leaving as she's walking yeah. up those stairs. Yeah, yeah. I I like to call this. This is a you know, uh, this is a sex scene that pays off later. Chekhov's bone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not going to participate in this conversation, but I'll glad I'm going to I'm going to mute my mic and let you guys talk. Go ahead. So so Jenny sneaks in <laughs> like a sneak into the bedroom and, uh, you know, they uh, it's, yeah, it's a tasteful, tasteful scene here. Camera kind of leaves a, a them very, in there. A very PG-13 bordering on PG love scene. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Which. Made me wonder. Which guys. Rob is mad about, I'm sure. No, no. Wait, wait, hold <laughs> on. Which made me wonder. Rob skin. <laughs> Tom Hanks, one of the biggest, most important leading men, right? Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. How many memorable sex scenes has he had as an actor? Uh, what a crazy <laughs> question. Normal. Are you kidding me? Normal brain right there. That <laughs> is like the most deranged question you've ever asked in a minute-by-minute Podcast. No, let me let me continue. He was a huge star during the erotic thriller era. This when is all, crazy. This is all such, the big this actors. Is such a force. All the biggest actors in Hollywood were in those sort of movies. Mm, all, of them. all is a stretch. Top say top, what erotic thriller is Tom Cruise in? Top Gun. He has a sex scene that's that memorable. Is not shut up. <laughs> that is not an erotic. <laughs> that what about the volleyball? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's funny rebuttal but you know it doesn't work so i just find <laughs> he had an awkward sex scene in big mm-hmm. 
I was going to point that out. The most, like, the two Tom Hanks But he doesn't scenes. have sex in that scene. Well, I know, but, like, love scenes. The two, like, does love he, scenes of Tom the, Hanks. Does he F that mermaid? I've never seen Splash. That's why Maybe I'm, he does. That's why I'm asking. Um, but, like, okay, so even if he does, does he then it's a the mermaid. Volleyball? It's the weird big scene. I, he was on that island for, like, four years, so, yeah. <laughs> volleyball? I, I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing out questions here. It, Jenny leaves in the morning. And then we get a couple of really thousand yard stares uh, from Forrest. And I do think that these are some very good acting moments from Tom Hanks because I feel bad for him. And it's the right choice to have him silent, too. There's no music. Yeah, totally I, think it works, I think it works really well because whatever the motivation uh, for Jenny leaving, which is uh, not great or whatever um we all know what this feels like or some some similar sadness so it's uh you feel bad for him yeah i feel worse for him being alone than i do about him and jenny if that makes sense yeah i mean (laughs) him and jenny like i'm probably gonna agree with mr quora or whatever to some degree and that they brought like I hate to say it, but maybe they probably wouldn't be the best couple because you have uh, a mentally challenged man and a hot mess of a woman. Um, I don't know if they're meant to be, but obviously there will be a wrench thrown in that. Um, But yeah, I mean, you feel bad for him because, I mean, he does know what love is. He's like Foreigner. I would say I'm shocked there's not a Foreigner song when he says that. Uh, There should be. When uh, when they when Bob Zemeckis Googled it once, I was like, oh, <laughs> I Googled the the line in the script. I found a song for it. Well, we will. Yeah, especially next week, we'll have a bunch of the first take is the best take. But we'll get to that. Um, the tax driver asks where she is running off to. Uh, yeah. And she claims she's not running. I don't that- like this. Is this trying to tie this scene into what we're going to talk about next time? I didn't even think of that, and it does, and now I hate it more. I know. <laughs> it, it, I, it, I didn't, it didn't hit me either until like recently when I was just doing this. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. She claims she's not running, and then the next thing Forrest does is run for four years or whatever. Don't like this movie. <laughs> um. You know what she also did? Uh, probably, but I'm not getting what you're thinking. She left that dumb metal. She did, and this also <laughs> really goes back to, I f- there's a missing scene somewhere where she gives it back to him, and then it's supposed to be like kind of a moment, and we don't get it. Yeah. I- well, also, like, I, there's clearly a deleted scene because this is the same medal that Forrest was wearing for a while, too, right? On the scene uh, yeah, last that, time? Yeah, that's. I think I last week I asked about this because he gave it to her when she went off on her hippie bus with Wesley, and then magically he has it again, but we don't see that. It's uh, Chekhov's medal, but <laughs> we don't see the scene where the medal comes back. So, what happened? Like, this is what I don't understand about this medal. He gives her the medal. 
she comes back with it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, then I, she pins it on him, and I, then they like play house for a while. I don't get it. It's like a bad gift that people keep regifting one another. <laughs> Maybe it's a gag or something. It's like a parrot. <laughs> I've always thought a parrot would be the worst gift. Oh my god, uh, parrots! Because it's are... like here, this will outlive here. you. You need to put this in your will. Yeah, you need to plan for this in the twenty-second century. Parrots are the timeshares of pets. <laughs> Trash bird. Trash, trashiest of all birds. <laughs> um, and then Forrest is left all alone in quarantine. All right. Do you guys have anything else on this? <clears throat> no. Joe? No. All right, listeners. Well, we will be back next week with more episodes. I think I said last time I'm done doing plugs. So I'm not doing them. <laughs> Forrestgutminute.com. Happy the days while they're mending the nest. Till once more they ride high out to sea.